0: نعم الجليس مدى حياتك مصحف يجلوهم النفس والوجدان فيه الهداية والسعادة والرضا وهو الدليل لجنة الرحمن السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. You're welcome to Quran Psycho Mustafa and today we present to you a new series titled Beautiful Stories of the Quran and on this series we'll be taking you through different stories in the Quran as Allah has revealed to us and we'll share some lessons from it as well Allah said in surah to Yusuf Nahnu ahsan al bima ilayka hadha that we will it unto you O Muhammad the best of stories through our revelation unto you of this Qur'an and that is why we've deemed it fit to look into the stories in the Qur'an and pick lessons from it and I also said in Surah Al-Kahf And that indeed we have put forth for mankind in this Qur'an all kinds of examples. And so today we're going to be having our ustad with Ridwan Abdul Wahhab narrate the story of the two sons of Adam to us. And we hope that by the end of this session, we'll have picked up lots of lessons from it. Bismillah
1: ya Shaykh, tafaddul. We are going to be walking us through a story from the glorious Qur'an. As we all know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Quran to the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi wa contains so many stories and um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned different stories, historical events that occurred since the creation of Adam Ali So like that, he mentioned so many of those stories like that So the one we are going to be taking Is the one that has to do with the sons of Adam, alayhi salam. The two sons of Adam who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned their story in Surah Tul Ma'idan. One thing we must know is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to tell us a story except that there are lessons that He wants us to learn or gain from it. There are things that He wants us to pick in those stories, and that's why many of the stories or many of the occurrences that happened that the quran revealed many of them do not mention name because those things are not relevant they are not relevant like Allah says a man came so we don't know the name of the man because it is of no use to us okay it's of no use to us that's why Allah did not mention it so many of these stories there are reasons why beyond the fact that oh this thing happened, there are you know lessons that Allah wants us to pick, and that's why Allah says Fa so narrate the story to them. Perhaps through that they can ponder. So the essence of those things that are in the Quran, the stories, events that happened, the essence for us is to pick lessons from them. So this particular one that concerns the two sons of adam is never an exemption prophet wasalam, said Inna adam, hadhi Mathalen, that verily the two sons of adam they gave examples to us they led some pathway to us min go to their story go to their examples and pick the one that is good from them then leave those that are evil among the examples So we are going to be looking at the um, stories of the two sons of Adam. In summary, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam, Allah created Hawa to be the wife. Then, the narration stated that for every childbirth that they had, they give birth to two children. One male, one female. So the way Allah legislated it to them is when they get to the age when they can marry the male of a particular childbirth will marry a female of another childbirth. A female of one childbirth will marry a male from another birth. So it is such a way that a twin of the same time of the same birth cannot marry each other. So they can't marry each other. That's Allah's law for them. Then, it happened that these two sons we are talking about, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned them in the Quran. Allah says, that and recite to them, whole prophets, recite to them the story of Adam's two sons, the two sons of Adam, recite their story to them, Bilhaki in truth, if when they both offered a sacrifice to Allah. When the two songs, these two sons we are talking about Both offered sacrifice A sacrifice to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <inaudible> And it was accepted from one of them <inaudible> But it was not accepted from the other <inaudible> So the former The one whose sacrifice was not accepted Said to the one whose sacrifice was accepted That I'm going to kill you then Allah says that Verily, the one whose sacrifice was accepted Then told his brother that Verily, Allah only accepts from those who fear him Who are pious Now from this, before we move further Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says These two sons of Adam They both offer the sacrifice There is always a reason for sacrifice, go and check, you know, those that Allah made mention in the Quran that they should put up sacrifice, there there are always reasons. For this particular case, the reason was the two of them had issue when it was time for them to marry. The twin sister that followed a particular one, like the immediate twin sister, was beautiful compared to the immediate twin sister of another, based on narration, the one who's immediate like twin sister is um beautiful is corbin the other one is Habil. now corbin requested that he wanted to marry his own sister of the same birth so the other one also said no the tradition is he is supposed to marry the twin sister of this particular one that they are not meant to get married to each other so they went to their father adam could not decide so allah made them to sacrifice Allah told them to make sacrifice. So that's the sacrifice that Allah says. When they both come forth with sacrifice, they, be, they both made sacrifice to Allah on that basis. And the thing is, whoever's sacrifice was accepted would be the one to marry the beautiful um, sister of theirs. So when they both made the sacrifice, Allah says. It was accepted from one of them. So it is that Habil that the sacrifice was accepted. Habil is the one whose sacrifice was accepted. Kobil, who happened to be the immediate brother of that sister in question, his sacrifice was not accepted. So he then told, so Kobil now told his brother that, so let I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Kobala habil now responded verily allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only accepts from those who fear him so here we need to understand some things some things we are going to pick out immediately lessons quick one before we move to the um, next part of the story here you see that what led to i'm going to kill you is nothing but jealous okay It's out of envy. It did that out of envy. And that's what envy can cause. Envy is hazard. It's something that can spoil one's hasanat. All one's good deeds can go out of, you know, as a result of envy. When envy someone who probably is above you in status or in whatsoever it is in life, look at it. Corbill was envious of his brother because his brother wanted to marry a beautiful sister of theirs between blood brothers okay blood brothers are that you know to the extent of i'm going to kill you that's what envy can bring to one so it's very important that one should run away shy away from anything that is going to lead to envy anything that is going to bring you when it comes to you just subjugate to that person barakallah it's fine like that you don't need to go extra mile to the extent of oh you know I, i i'm not going to talk to you again that's what envy does to one. So it's very important that we question ourselves on that. Like, I'm going to kill you. That's to that extent. That's far. Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, wal hasad. beware of you know hazard, of jealous, of envy. Beware of it. Beware, because it is good deeds, just like fire eats up wood, plank. The same way fire eat up wood. that's how envy it up would it. Imagine you've done so many things in life, you know, many acts of worship, and then because you are envy of one person, the whole thing just go like that. But like, it's not fine that way. Shy away from it. In other nights, where you use it that he highly where you say is it's like a razor. And what does razor does? It's it shifts air, it shifts air, but this particular razor of envy. What it does is going to shape your religion, it's going to remove your good deeds. So, how many good deeds have you done in this dunya that you are going to allow envy to take many of it away? So, it's very important that you take note of this envy that's what led to it. Another thing is you want to show to people that yes, I'm the one who married you know this beautiful person. Because, ordinarily, like to learn that, what led to what like, act to learn like, that it shouldn't be up to that extent. That's what happened to shaitan, too look at shaitan when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked him to prostrate to Adam a.s. shaitan wanted recognition from every other angels it was not as if shaitan did not want to obey Allah so it's not like it's not as if Allah did not recognize the fact that yes shaitan Allah knows, knew the status of shaitan but shaitan wanted recognition from every other angel and that's one of those things that also led you know Kobil took that action when, you know, the recognition of ah so me, I'm not going to marry this beautiful, you know after all, I've made my sacrifice so his own sacrifice was accepted mine was not accepted so that recognition, yeah, he knew that he has done it for Allah, but because he was not recognized he was not recognized, his own was not accepted so he was not recognized, he felt oh, he could do that and that's the way Satan does you should always be careful of Satan's plan and plot May Allah save us from that. So, that's uh, one thing. Now, look at what happened when his brother said, I'm going to kill you. He said, Verily, Allah only accepts from those who are righteous. That's the response of, he didn't say, I'm also going to kill you. I'm also, if you kill me, uh, you cannot even kill me. He didn't do all that. He only said, Allah is going to, and that's just a warmth. That's a warmth. That's like um, an advice, an admonition to him. It's an admission that look into yourself. You shouldn't have a problem with me. Just look into yourself. What have you done wrong that Allah did not accept it from you? Fix it and then see what Allah is going to do. Not you attacking me. Not you, you know, trying to kill me or something. That's a brother. Then the next verse says, If you should raise your hand against me to kill me. My i'm not going to raise my hand to kill you i won't do the same if you come to me that you're going to kill me i'm not going to come to you that you know i'll do the same i don't have the same intention with you i'm not going to put up you know same for indeed i fear allah the lord of the words okay now here allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us what habil told his brother Qabil. He said if your aim is to come and kill me i'm not going to intend killing you i won't do anything i'm not I'm, i won't have that intention to kill you back now nah, i fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lord of the words so here is also you know a virtue there's a virtue here which is patient patient in the sense that he's not approaching his brother he's not saying ah i'm going to kill you i'm going to you know.'" Come and came in, come and kill me. Habil did not do anything to provoke his brother. He didn't act in a way that would trigger anything from his brother. He was rather patient and was trying to admonish his brother. That means anytime things like this come up, when we have maybe issue with people and then things are getting out of hand, admonish. Ah, brother, calm down. Sister, can you just calm down? Don't you think it's better for us to do it this way? That's how to do. you do admonition. Someone that is coming to attack you said, do admonition to such a person. Perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can put his fear in such person's mind. It's possible. Look at what happened to Maryam when Jibril went to her mihrab. She said, Verily, I seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if from you. If only you are pious. That's it. You know, she saw someone strange and the next thing was, oh, I, that's like an admonition. I seek refuge in Allah against your actions or whatever you are coming with. In if truly you, you are pious, if truly you know you you fear Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, that's it. So you give admonition. You give. That's uh, another thing that we should take note of. It's very very important that we take notes of that. Then the story continues. Allah says, Inni uridu an tabu'a bi ifmi wa ifmika fatakuna min ashabin nab. That indeed, I want you to obtain thereby my sin and your sin. So you will be among the companions of the fire. Okay? I want you to carry the load of the two of us as a result of this. Because what you are trying to do to kill me, if you, if you do that, you are only going to carry my own load, my sin, the sin for killing me, and your own sin that you have done before this time. And that's going to lead you to hellfire. and that's the recompense of you know wrongdoers of those who transgress beyond Allah's limit. So that's more like an admonition. Okay, that's admonition. to lahu That's what Allah says. lahu His soul permitted to him the murder of his brother. That is his soul was his soul pushed him towards killing his brother. so he killed him then after killing him he became among the losers he became among the losers so that's allah is saying here that Kobil was being led by his soul was being pushed by his soul in order to kill his brothers and he killed he did he killed his brother and after everything he became among the losers allah then says here in this verse what allah is saying allah, allah says a crowd searching in the ground to show him how to hide the disgrace of his brother. So he said, he said, Yahweh Lata ah to me. Ah just to end Have I failed to be like this crowd? For warrior Atahi, and I'm going to hide the body of my brother for As and So he became one of the you know regretful, you know, those who, who regrets their actions. Here in these verses, many lessons are there, from among which we are going to look at in summary, so we can summarize the whole lessons that we can pick up from um, the whole story. Firstly, is we have mentioned that during the course of the recitation, that one should shy away from envy. Hazard is not good at all. It's not good. Analysis: Wa misshari hasidin is a hazard from the evil of those who envy when, or from the evil of an envier when he envies. Okay. Someone who envies whenever he envies the evil of such a person, you seek refuge in such. Allah says that in uh, one of the Mawaweather thing. So it is very important that we shy away from being envy. Another thing is you don't approach someone who is coming to do you bad with bad. No, you don't you don't have it in mind that you want to kill me, I'm also going to kill you. You don't do that. You don't do that. Look at what the Prophet wa says that Muslimani when two Muslims meet with their swords, they are fighting, they are meeting with, you know, with their swords. Verse said, the person, the killer and the killed, both of them will be in hell. The killer and the killed both are going to hell. Uh, it was said that oh Messenger of Allah, We can still reason along okay, the person who killed the killer. We can still reason that okay, such person can go to hell because Allah says that whoever kills a soul would you know will abide in hell forever if done deliberately. Okay. Now, they asked the brother, what about what's the case of the person the killed? What happened to him? What was he doing in hell? And the said, because such person also had it in mind to you know to kill his um his brother. So it's very, very important. You don't approach bad with bad. Allah says, when maybe someone is doing you bad or something, you return bad with something better. Return with something good. Return evil with something good. Don't return evil with evil. So it is very very important. You see that Cahbil did not raise sword on his brother. He didn't say, oh, "I'm going to. I'm also going to kill." You. Rather, he admonished him. Another thing is, we should mindful of our soul, of our soul, because Corbel was being pushed by his soul. And one thing is. Once someone's soul is corrupt, such person will be among the losers. And that's what happened to him. You know, Allah described him as and he became for us al So he killed his brother, then he became among the losers. Well Allah says about us. Allah says You know, that soul that we are talking about. Allah Allah swore by it. Allah swore by that soul. Then he said that what Whoever purifies that soul, such person has succeeded Whoever corrupts his soul whoever corrupts his soul, such person will become a loser. You know, such person will you know will regret and lose. So let's take care of our soul, let's harbor what is good in our souls, let's free our souls from every form of evil thoughts. Anything that can corrupt the soul, let's do away with them. Then another thing that we're also going to mention is let's do one. Let's remind people When you see someone That is trying to commit an evil deed Remind the person uh, You remind the person that "Ah, This one you want to do Is not going to be okay It's not going to assist you Before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Let's do one. And lastly is We should also know that There is an end to everything we do We have our deeds Written down for us We are going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For whatsoever we have done on this service of the health so it's important we take note of that we take note of what we are doing what we are going to be doing what we have done let's seek forgiveness from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from those mistakes, and let's ensure that we do not return back to those evil thoughts and actions ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ease our affairs and make us better muslims assalamu alaikum Ameen,
0: Yaustad, Wa Alaikum As wa Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakum Allahu Khairan, for such a beautiful lecture. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala to bless you abundantly. Amin. And to all the listeners, we hope you gained a lot from this. And some of the very key lessons that were shared firstly is that we need to be cautious of our actions and we should shy away from envy as much as possible as we can. How much good deeds have we done to allow envy destroy some of our deeds? SubhanAllah. And we should always, 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 at all times, repay evil with good. And we should ultimately seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's it on our episode today. We hope you gained a lot. Please do share this with your friends and families. (laughs) Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa
1: barakatuh. وهو الدليل لجنة
0: الرحمن